An unsuccessful person's philosophy is I have to see in order to believe. They have to first see, then believe. You have to be the oddball. You have to be different. If you want the lifestyle that you want, guess what? It goes back to your results. The results that you produce create that lifestyle. Successful people do what unsuccessful people are not willing to do. If you stay in your comfort zone, guess what? You're going to be broke. If you stay in your comfort zone, you're going to be out of shape. If you stay in your comfort zone, you're going to be unhappy. Failure is not a negative thing. It's a necessary thing. You become a millionaire in the mind. Then you become a millionaire in the physical. You've got to first become that person. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Driven Not Given podcast. And in this episode, we're going to talk about the number one ingredient to become a millionaire, the number one ingredient to make a million dollars. You know, I'm 38 years old. The first time I made a million dollars inside of one year was at the age of 30. And I got to tell you, I learned this information that I'm going to share with you here today when I was in my early 20s, right? And it took a lot of years for this to, to sink in, for me to get this to my unconscious competence levels. There's four levels of consciousness, which is the unconscious incompetence, which is where you don't know what you don't know. You don't understand the importance of your philosophies, which I'm going to get into in this here, in this video. There's the unconscious incompetence, your unconscious of your incompetence. Then there is the conscious incompetence. That's where you realize, oh my God, I didn't know that. And I don't know it. I didn't even know that that existed, right? The importance of my philosophies that leads to this, that leads to that, right? Then after the conscious incompetence, you go to conscious uh, competence. So now you know how to do the thing, but you got to consciously think about it. Kind of like when you barely started driving for the first time. Remember you used to have your hands on 10 and two. You used to put your, 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 uh, hand over the, I'm kind of dating myself here. Cause now we've got cameras and whatnot. Right. But we used to have to look over the shoulder, right. When we used to back up and whatnot. Right. Just like what, you know, when you move to your new place, right. In the beginning, you needed directions. Now you could be on the phone, you could be thinking of something else and you just get there. Why? Because you're now at the fourth level, which is the unconscious competence. So there's unconscious incompetence where you don't know we don't know. Then there is the conscious incompetence where you're aware of how much you don't know. And then there is the conscious competence where you know how to do the thing, but you still got to think about it. Then there's the unconscious competence. That's where you know how to do the thing without even thinking about it, right? So anyways... When you go through these four stages of understanding how your mind works and understanding this very first ingredient and you do it at the unconscious competence level where you do it without you even having to think about it, that's when magic starts to happen, right? So with that being said, let's go ahead and get into the number one, the first ingredient, I should say, the first ingredient to making your first million bucks. So with that being said, let's start. And here's what it is. If you want the lifestyle that you want, let's say it's certain amount of money, passive income, ability to travel, time and money, freedom, et cetera, all the things that come with it, good health, great relationships, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You want that lifestyle. Guess what? It goes back to your results. The results that you produce create that lifestyle. But how do you get the results? The results are created by the actions that you take on a daily basis, right? The actions. But in order to take the right actions consistently, what do you need? You need discipline, 
right? Discipline is created by the attitude that you have. And what creates your attitude? That is the first ingredient, which is your philosophies. Your philosophies, and I'm going to give you some examples of winner philosophies and loser philosophies. I'm going to give you some philosophies of successful people. I'm going to give you some philosophies of unsuccessful people. So your philosophy, everything starts with your philosophy and make sure, make, make no mistake, winners have much different philosophies and losers. And I'm going to get into these details here. And I think you're going to agree with me, by the way, let me take a little commercial. Make sure you like and subscribe to this video and share it because I'm going to give you the first ingredient. I'm going to break it down. Share it. One of the keys to making a million bucks is that you have to have a selfless mindset and you have to not have a scarcity mindset, but you have to have an abundance mindset. So what you give to the world is returned to you as well. So anyways, make sure you like and subscribe to the video. Okay. And I want you to comment as well. So here's the deal. Let me get into some successful people philosophies. And I'm, I'm going to also get into some unsuccessful people philosophies. I want you to see which one of the successful people philosophies you have and you adopt at the unconscious competence level. And are there any uh, negative unsuccessful people philosophies? So let's get into it. The first one, and I want you to guess whether this is a unsuccessful person's philosophy or a successful person's philosophy. The first one is, my comfort zone is my broke zone. See, that's not only a cool quote. That is also a philosophy. Obviously, a successful person with a successful philosophy doesn't have to be a successful person. It can be a successful mindset because first it starts in the mind. You have to first become the person. Then you start to attract the success. You don't become a millionaire first. You become a millionaire in the mind, then you become a millionaire in the physical. You've got to first become that person. Be, do, have. Not going to get into be, do, have. I'll save that for another episode. But here's the deal. My comfort zone is my broke zone. I understand that if I am inside of my comfort zone, what are the things that make you comfortable? Think about this. The right thing to do and the hard thing to do are 99% of the time the same thing. The right thing to do is to eat healthy. Eat that chicken salad, not eat the cheese, not eat the bread, not eat the sugar. Stay away from that. I, I love donuts. I stay away from them though. It's a treat. Why? Because it's easy to eat the donut. It tastes good. It tastes a lot better than broccoli, right? But guess what? The right thing to do and the hard thing to do are the same thing 99% of the time. And guess what? My comfort zone is my broke zone. My comfort zone, let's say, for example, I want to stay at home and relax, take the day off. I'm still going to make money. I've got a passive income. I've got multiple streams. But guess what? That is not the person that I want to be. I am not where I want to be financially still. I've got bigger goals. If I keep being comfortable, I'm going to probably end up broke one day. My comfort zone is my broke zone. Now, there are some exceptions, right? And I may be a little bit of this exception, but there's some people that I know that are a big exception. There's some people that if they don't do anything ever, they're, they're always going to be okay. They're always going to make great money. They're always going to be rich. So passive income creates that. There are some people though, maybe me 10 years ago, maybe you 10 years ago, maybe you now, hopefully not in the future, that if you stay in your comfort zone, guess what? You're going to be broke. If you stay in your comfort zone, you're going to be out of shape. If you stay in your comfort zone, you're going to be unhappy. Imagine a guy that's 300 pounds. Is it more comfortable to stay at home, watch TV, Netflix, and chill? 
And he probably doesn't have anybody to chill with, right? Or is it, it, of course, that's more comfortable. It's more uncomfortable for him or her to go to the gym, to get a protein shake instead of getting a cheeseburger. When he's driving by McDonald's, which I don't eat McDonald's, man. Okay. If he's driving by McDonald's and he normally goes to McDonald's, hey, how about you skip the McDonald's and how about you go get a chicken salad at Chick-fil-A or something, right? Whatever. I'm just, you know, thinking out loud. The comfort zone is a bro zone. Another successful person philosophy is this. In order to succeed, I must double my rate of failure. In order to succeed, I must double my rate of failure. Here's the deal. One of my episodes, I talk about the differences between rich and poor people. One of the attributes that rich people have is that rich people look at failure. They don't look at failure as a negative thing. They look at failure as a necessary thing. Failure isn't a negative thing. It's a necessary thing. I just came up with that one right now. <laughs> Actually, I, I'm impressed by it. it. It just flowed. I never heard nobody say that before. This is one, the 1% stuff that I make up on my own, right? Failure is not a negative thing. It's a necessary thing because in order to succeed, I must double my rate of failure. Successful people know, hey, listen, the master was once a disaster. Why did the disaster become a master? Because he failed more than the disaster was willing to try. So you've got to be willing to try. And listen, you learn more by failing than you do by losing. You know, the, the, who's the guy? Edison created the light bulb. He failed over a thousand times. So, some crazy number. And he said, I didn't fail a thousand times. I found a thousand ways not to create the light bulb. Okay. Think about that philosophy. See, that's a winner philosophy. There's a difference in philosophies between winners and losers, between millionaires and broke people. Because guess what? You, if you're a millionaire, you got the same hours that this guy over here that's not. If you're not a millionaire, you got the same 24 hours that Elon Musk has, that this other person has, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right? So guess what? You got to change your philosophies. Here's the next one. You either win or you learn. We win some. We learned some. I teach my seven-year-old son this, and I've taught him this since he was two years old, since he could under- start to understand words. So you don't understand, son. You win some, you learn some. There's a five o'clock class for his jujitsu, and then there's a six o'clock class. The five o'clock class, there's kids his size, maybe one or two that are bigger, and then the rest of them smaller. Then the kids' class, he's always a, the, the, the six o'clock class. He's always a smaller kid. And I say, you go, when he goes to the five o'clock class, he wins most, most of the matches. When he goes to the six o'clock class, he loses most of the matches. I mean, it's rare when he wins. These kids are like almost my size. There's teenagers in that class, right? And he's seven years old. So there's some kids, you know, that are bigger, higher belts and stuff. And I say, here's the deal though. You keep going against these people, even though they keep beating you, you're getting better than beating these other guys that you're bigger than and better than. So guess what? You win some, you learn some, but winning uh, and losing are a part of each other. They're not, they're not on opposite spectrums. It isn't like winning is over here and losing is over here. No, 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 no. They're on the same way. Winning is over there, way over there. But before winning, there's a whole bunch of failure on the way to winning. They're not on opposite spectrums. They're on the same spectrum. So let, let's keep it moving. Successful people do what unsuccessful people are not willing to do. Of course. I don't have six-pack abs. I've got friends that have six-pack abs. They do things that I haven't been willing to do up to this point. I have a little four-pack, but that's not a six-pack. My boy Jay probably has a six-pack. I don't. Guess what? They eat a lot better than I do. They They do a lot more cardio and abs than I do. 
They do things that I'm not willing to do. Therefore, I am unsuccessful at having six-pack abs, right? It's the bottom line. So what are the things that you need to do to become successful? If we're talking about sales, right? Bottom line in sales, give you one little tip. You got to introduce yourself to more strangers. More strangers need to know what you do. I have a huge sales organization for solar. Have a huge, uh, I'm in a part of, uh, I'll give an example. I'm a less than a two-year rookie in solar. 22 months to be exact as of the recording of this video. There's 6,000 sales reps in my company. For 2021, I I outsold all 6,000. I sold more solar than all 6,000 in the year 2021. I got the number one prize for the, the top mentor sales. That means that I sold more than anybody else. I also recruited more people to my sales organization than any other individual out of 6,000 people. I'm pretty proud of that. But why do I mention that? I mention that because guess what? I do things that other people are not willing to do. I am willing to fail more. I am willing to get more no's, especially in the beginning. I didn't know the solar industry. And people were shocked. They're like, how can this guy who's a rookie to solar outsell? I, I believe that I probably outsold anybody in the country in solar sales. I don't think anybody in the country in any other company sold more than I did. I really believe that. Maybe it's true. Maybe it's not true. But the point is that the philosophies have a lot to do with it. Let's go to the next one. The dictionary is the only place where success comes before work. Think about that. The dictionary... Open up a dictionary. The word success starts with the letter S. S comes before W. In the dictionary is the only place where you will find success before you find work. In the real world, you've got to put in the work, a lot of the work. And that work will lead to failure, will lead to you falling on your face, will lead to deception, will lead to a lot of things before you achieve the success. Successful people know, hey man, I gotta go through a I gotta kiss a bunch of frogs before I get my prince or my princess. To bottom line. In other words, successful people know, hey man, I've gotta pay the price up front and in full. There's no layaway, there's no credit, prices be paid up front and in full. If you're knocking on doors, go knock on more doors, go get more rejections. Come back, say, hey, here's the rejections that I got. How do you handle this? Got it. Do your personal development so your self-confidence gets up, work on your presentation skills continue to get better and better and better and better. That is what most people are not willing to do. That is a su- successful person's philosophy. N- the next one, I get paid based on the size of the problems that I solve. A millionaire and a successful person gets paid based on the size of the problems that he solves. Guess what? When Michael Jordan was playing, when Kobe Bryant was playing, they had to solve problems. Sometimes they had a team member that was slacking off and they had to go over there and say, hey man, you're not carrying your weight. They had to motivate them. They had to get them in action or they had to replace them. They also had to carry some people's, you know, dead weight sometimes. They had to become better. But the prop bottom line is that in order for you to be successful, guess what? You got to be a problem solver. And in the, in the sales business, in the world of business, excuse me, in the world of business and in the sales business, there are problems. The bigger the problems, the bigger the reward. I'll give you an example. Let's say you work at a grocery store. You work at a grocery store. You're, what is the problem that you got to solve? Let's say you're the bagger at the grocery store. You got to put the cans in the bottom and the bread on the top. You solve the small problem. The bread didn't get squished. 
Guess what? How much money does that problem pay? It pays minimum wage. As a matter of fact, those people are losing their jobs. It's all done automatically these days, right? So what am I talking about? We get paid based on the size of the problems that we solve, but mediocre-minded people, unsuccessful people, shrink to their problems. Oh my God, I got such a problem. This shit sucks. I got people that got deals that they're making seven, ten thousand $10,000 on, and they're complaining about having to drive an hour to get a signature that they missed. Are you kidding me? That's why you might achieve a little bit of success, but eventually you're going to fall down. Don't complain about it. Not only that, if you have to do the shit, do the shit. Do what you got to do. Because here's the deal. You complain about driving an hour or two to get a signature or whatever the case may be that you got to do. If you got to do it anyways, why complain about it? You want to mess up my day because you're weak-minded? So you want to mess up my day because you're too weak-minded to deal with what you've got to do? No. See, this is raw like sushi. Again, like and subscribe and comment this video. And I want you to share with at least 10 people. Pay it forward because we're not done yet. We're halfway done. Okay, let's go to the next one. If you want to fail, follow the masses. That's another successful person. There's so many philosophies. I'm only giving you a few. If you want to fail, follow the masses. Look, look at all of your friends. This is January 2022. Look at all of your friends that started a New Year's resolution. A lot of people started a New Year's resolution. By March, let's see how many of them keep it. Look at how many people start a diet. How many of them actually lose weight and keep it? Look at all the people that start a diet and actually lose weight. That's a smaller percentage. How many of them keep the weight off? If you want to fail, follow the masses. If you want to fail in your business, in your sales career, look what the majority of the people are doing. Do what they do and you will fail. You have to be the oddball. You have to be different. Do most people work weekends? They don't. Do most people do something outside of their regular nine to five? They don't. That's why one day most people, unfortunately, are going to get to a day and age and they live in the world of the someday. Here's the way they start. Someday I'm not going to be broke. Someday I'm going to take my family on vacation. Someday I'm going to put my kids in private school. Someday I'm going to get out of debt. Someday, 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 someday until they run out of days. And then one day they're in their deathbed wondering, what happened to all those days? But not those of you that develop the philosophies of winners. How do you develop those philosophies of winners? Guess what? It's all found in books. You want to get, you want to keep a secret, put it in a book. It's found in books. You know what successful people philosophies are? I'm going to learn from multimillionaires mistakes. Guess what? Those multimillionaires mistakes, they're in books. Here's a great book. Think and grow rich. The science of getting rich. How to win friends, influence people. A good oldie, all these are oldies but goodies. Rich dad, poor dad. I mean, and if you read them before, some people say, yeah, I read them before and you're still not successful because you probably haven't applied the things in there. Guess what you need to do? You can need to go read them again. Some people say, I know, I know. Here's what's worse than not knowing. is knowing and not doing. What is worse than not knowing is knowing and not doing. At least the other person hasn't achieved big things because he simply doesn't have this information. But the person that has the information and doesn't do anything with the information, you're worse off because you even know the stuff and you're not applying it. Anyways, let's keep it moving. <clears throat> Unsuccessful people philosophies. I'd rather be happy than rich. Rich people don't think either or. Rich people think both. Why do I have to pick? I would rather be happy and rich. Right? Guess what? 
Rich people and poor people both have negative things that happen in life. The same wind blows on everybody. I'm going to have problems. You're going to have problems. I'd rather show to my problems in style. But you know what problems I don't want to have? I don't want to send my son to a public school where they're going to teach him sex education in the fourth grade the way they're saying. Where they're going to try to force that, you know, the jab on him. Where they're going to try to teach him all kinds of outrageous, ridiculous things that I won't get into on this podcast, right? So I'd rather pay seven, seven, eight hundred bucks a month plus his food for him to go to a private Christian school. This is me. That makes me happy. I'd rather my mom be retired versus not. When I'd rather go on a lot of vacations versus a little bit of vacations. And when I do go on vacations, I invite my mother and my mother-in-law on these trips. And it costs me an extra couple thousand bucks, but I don't care. It's worth it. Right? Now, if I was broke, busting, disgusting, could I do that? No. And that makes me happy. Right? So, you don't have to pick. But an unsuccessful person's philosophy, they justify with... I'd rather be happy than rich. So this is how they justify not working hard. Really, what a lot of those people are saying is, I'm not willing to work hard enough to get rich. That's okay. That's their prerogative. That's not that, That's not my philosophy. And if you're following this channel, you're following this channel probably because you're an ambitious person. Maybe you're a sales professional, an entrepreneur, whatever the case may be. Here's another philosophy that you may not think is a philosophy, but it actually is. Thank God it's Friday. Thank God it's Friday. What you are subconsciously telling your mind is that the rest of the week sucks. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, WTF, what the, right? Unconsciously, people think that Mondays suck and they dread going to Mondays. I look forward to Mondays. I could choose to have six Saturdays and one Sunday, thanks to the philosophies that I've had that allowed me to build the business that I've built, the multiple businesses that I've built and the investments that I've made. I choose not to take six Saturdays and one Sunday. Right now, I work about four days a week, maybe four and a half days a week. I take two, two and a half to three days off. I could choose to take more than that off, but I'm 38 years old. I like working. I like helping other people. I like developing people. I like building businesses, right? Let's keep it moving. Money is a root of all evil. First of all, that is not what the book, good book says. The good book says the love of money is a root of all evil. I don't love money in itself. I make more money. My expenses don't grow. I'm not over there buying another expensive car. I'm not over there buying another expensive watch, even though I can. You know what I do like doing, though? I like blessing other people with that money. I like blessing the less fortunate. And I'm not telling you this because I want your praise. Because the Bible says, don't, don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. That's not what I'm doing. I'm doing it to explain the money is the root of all evil. I want to make more money. It isn't because I just want more stuff. That stuff, when I when I go meet my maker, that all these things are staying here. I never seen a hearse. I never seen a U-Haul behind a hearse. Right? When you leave, it's it's all it's all worthless. It's all gone. That's not why I do it. But I like to tie it to my ministry. I like to help kids in Mexico, kids in Africa. You know, I like to do things for people. I like to do things for my family. I like to inspire people. But it isn't for the stuff. For me, it's not for the stuff. I like the security I'm building for my family, the investments that I'm making, right? So I strongly disagree that money itself is a rule of evil. Guess what? Money is neutral. Money is neither good or bad. It's what you make it. I believe that if you're a good person, you'll become a better person with more money. I often mention, what if Mother Teresa had Elon Musk's bank account? Would she have done more good? 
I believe so. Do, you, do I believe she would have been corrupted by that money? I don't believe so. Right? There's some people that they seem good, but really their desires are not good. And with money, they would have <laughs> gave life to those desires that are not so, so positive. Next one. Here's another broke person philosophy. YOLO. You only live once. Just go buy that bag. I know some, some friends from high school, girlfriends, that I remember having conversations with them and um, they would get like, come up, I won't say how they came across the money, but let's say they came across some money. They can barely afford to pay the bills, but they bought a $4,000 purse. Hey man, I'm just saying that's not what I would do with that money because later on you're going to complain about how you need more money. But YOLO, you only live once. Let me go spend this money I don't have to impress people I don't want so I can take some nice pictures for the gram. Come on, man. Right? I'm just telling you what some of these philosophies are. I have to see in order to believe is another one. You know what a millionaire's philosophy is? It's exactly backwards. An unsuccessful person's philosophy is I have to see in order to believe. They have to first see, then believe. A successful person with these books that I recommended to you right now teaches you have to first believe, then you will see. That's how it works. You have to believe. Here's what one of my mentors told me one time. He says, JC, you have to believe bigger, faster. Then one of his colleagues that made $100,000 in commissions on his 13 month with the company. I had never even dreamt of having a goal like that. And I said, I'm going to hit $100,000 in commissions on my ninth month. I started believing bigger, faster. I started matching my ambitions with my effort and my personal development. And I went to work. I started learning their philosophies. And I, I failed. I didn't make $100,000 my ninth month. Not even by my 13th month. By my 18th month, I made $84,000 in commissions in one month, on my 18th month. Did I fail? I sure did. But guess what? I aimed for the stars and I landed on the moon. So again, these are the differences. And then finally, again, there's a lot of unsuccessful people philosophies. I'm only sharing a few of them because I want to keep this video short. But uh, the victim mentality, oops, the victim mentality, here's what they do. The victim mentality is I have to, uh, they blame, complain and justify. They blame other people. You hear me say this on the podcast a lot. They blame others. They complain about everything. And then they justify their actions. Okay. So here's the bottom line. Okay. Your level of success will be greatly determined by the philosophies that you have. And you have philosophies in your mind, whether conscious or unconscious. Your philosophies create your attitude. And your attitude will either lock or unlock your potential. You've got to decide. Like and subscribe. I'll see you guys on the next episode.